0: It's all in their mind. How many movies we have it? to watch where it's all in their head?
1: Oh, God. I don't know. It, it, we'll, well, we'll talk about it. I'll <laughs> give them what for. I think it's funny that I like worse. Well, we'll talk about
0: it. <laughs> oh, We're recording anyways. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. Uh, what's up, everyone? Yeah, yeah. we're just uh, discussing uh, the, the little movie that we just saw called Last Shift. From 2014. That's right. Uh, and uh, welcome to Cinematic Suffering. Hello, hey, everybody. Everyone. We are back once again. He just, th- I
1: think I'm fair.
0: <laughs> Clay's having uh, he he needs to get the right angles so the lights hitting his uh his
1: uh chiseled yeah, cheekbones I, just right. I don't remember getting shorter, but maybe maybe old age <laughs> is setting in prematurely. <laughs> You're shrinking, my, fa- my fam. <laughs> I lost some height.
0: <laughs> yeah so uh we are cinemax suffering uh it, geez uh okay i guess start off with we, we were just kind of uh, bullshitting back and forth about the movie here uh, a few <laughs> seconds ago but uh clay can you clue us in on what the fuck we just
1: watched i would love to as you mentioned it uh last shift it's the exhilarating 2014 horror film helmed by anthony de blasi written by de blasi and scott poiley and uh juliana Poily, Boily. yeah, I knew you'd do that. Poily, poily. <laughs> uh, Juliana Harkavy, who uh, some of you may recognize from the Walking Dead, um, I didn't because I stopped watching the show around the time she was on there. I believe is uh, the star of this preeminent feature, uh, starring her fellow acting heavyweight such as Joshua McKell, Hank Stone, which is a cool name. You got a hand at the Hank, yeah. Uh, Jay LaRose plays the homeless guy who pees everywhere. We'll (laughs) definitely get to him. Pivotal character. And Natalie Victoria as Marigold, which uh, quickly became my favorite character in the whole feature. She She lit up up the screen. She really did. And it had nothing to do with them tig old biddies. Or the story at all. (laughs) Yeah. She she was a breath of fresh air and a very... We'll get to it. Um, Anyway, uh, go ahead. I I had one question for you. Okay. What did we just
0: watch? I don't know what last shift is even about man.
1: Uh, We, you know, and I, I have photographic proof. I was drinking nothing but the H2O. So you can't, can't blame that devil elixir on any of this. I, it was, it was a mess, dude. It was... Uh... One side note, though. One thing I wanted to mention is it was shot in Sanford, Florida. And as soon as I heard that, I think we both, you and I, had a collective kind of... <laughs> yeah, we both shivered. <laughs> It'd be like if somebody was like, Lake County, Florida. It's like, oh, get me okay. out of that. Oh, no, no, no. Why um, did they do this? Yeah,
0: why did But yeah, they... I think I think uh, the end credits, the, the last thing they show is uh, thank you to the Florida... There's a, apparently a Floridian Entertainment Grant Council thing that they just give money to people to make movies in Florida,
1: and it's like, please make movies here. Uh, my hometown in in uh, Ohio probably has something similar because it's yeah. just you know, please, because no one wants to here. go. Yeah, no one yeah. wants to go
0: to Ohio. No one wants to go to the Central Florida. huh but because guys, again, we can we can we can talk about this because we both lived in those places. I didn't live in Ohio, but I've flown yeah. over there. <laughs>
1: our parents have uh put a lot of tax money into into the state. Excuse me just a second here. Sorry y'all, this is uh I think I, I think I know the problem here. There Achoo. we are. I got hey. some vital height. Isn't that awesome?
0: Child Clay is gone. Yes. Child, uh, man Clay has arrived.
1: Yes, uh, last shift has killed the Child Clay. <laughs> it's killed it dead. So yeah, um
0: last shift, how did how do we how did I think we just chose it out of like a random couple that you posted, right?
1: Yeah. um, I often go to uh, Amazon prime and I'll just scroll through and find movies that are on prime that uh, that's first of all, second, that aren't too long (laughs) because (laughs) if it's going to be bad, it should be short. And uh, you know, and in full disclosure, we, we pick stuff often that's, it looks like it could be entertaining, but also looks like we could riff on it a little bit. Otherwise right. our whole shtick falls apart, to be honest. If it's, <laughs> if it looks too good, we'll still watch it, but we kind of discuss that on the podcasty portion of the show. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's kind of what I do. I just go through, see what's, uh, what's available and what, what looks watchable. Um, I kind of knew that this one was going to be a fail before, uh, before we even got into it. Cause if, if, if you go, okay, from the, the trailer, you know it's probably going to be a bit of a slog.
0: Yeah. Um. W- whenever I hear a, a descriptive of uh, a lone person in some kind of uh, area, place, venue, that they're by themselves, and it's an hour and a half, then you know you're going to be in for some kind of slow burn slog. And I don't think I've really had any kind of good experience with these kind of, kinds of movies. The The person who's just by themselves... Um, Because they have to really come up with some stuff to entertain you and come up with an ending that makes some kind of logical sense. I'm trying to think of any movie that's like that, that kind of spurred that on
1: or or had had something like that, something engaging about it. Well, and um, pardon me, Um, I I didn't. The movie didn't occur to me until after we were done, but it was a very similar movie in a lot of ways was the void and I was really looking forward to the void oh, yeah. and I watched it and I didn't like it and then I gave it another chance and watched it again and didn't like it and then I saw uh you know last shift, which was very similar I'm probably accidentally they just happened to be very similar movies, and I yeah. didn't like that one. So I don't, yeah. <laughs> It's, I, I think what it is, is, is it, it takes the audience right out of it. If it's like, I'm in this place and weird stuff is happening. And, and especially in Last Shift, she yeah. demonstrated that she could leave it anytime she wanted to. You could walk right out that door. The doors weren't locked. There was no artificial you're locked in kind of scenario. It's like you you right, the doors right there, like right there, you can go.
0: And I think you have to have a a, a believable premise um when you're yeah. doing something like this. When you're you have to give a legitimate excuse or reason for a person to be at this place at this time. And it just starts off in a a very unbelievable place where they They want her. She's a rookie cop who's apparently only been on the squad maybe a year. And uh, her backstory is that her father was on the squad. Her father and a bunch of people were killed by some uh, Manson-like cult, uh, the Payman family. And uh, so for some reason, she has the duties of uh, guarding this uh, police station that's shutting down. Uh, It's pretty much been cleared out. There's nothing in there but big piles of shit and some <laughs> leftover evidence bags and for some, for some reason they want to pull an actual uh, officer of the law off the force off the streets and plop her right in there and a, I think the only reason they gave was oh we've got so many people m- uh, men in blue or something that that uh, we can spare a couple and when I think hiring yeah. just a security guard would probably worked out e- mo- even more but oh, yeah it, it just totally starts true. off fair unbelie- unbelievable right from the beginning
1: Well, yeah, and I was basically she's, um, you know, I don't want to say that she's she's manning the nine one one line because the nine one one line is not supposed to be routed there, but it still goes there anyway. So that's and that's you can see that right from the trailer. Oh, I mean, it's not really
0: it's it's not really the nine one one line, but yeah, fair warning, yeah.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw out spoilers. So if you really want to watch Last Shift, I'm sure you can tell by your by our tone that we just loved it. So if you want to, <laughs> if you're worried about it being spoiled, uh, watch it first, then come back here and give us lots of love and likes and subscribes. But um, uh, yeah, like it's it it takes place in an actual abandoned police station. They actually filmed it in this abandoned police station, and you'd. I think the, the, the mentality was like, Ooh, it's gonna, it'll give it some vibe of being kind of like ghostly and rustic, but anyone that's lived in Florida and has seen an abandoned building, it just, it's a moldy, awful shithole. And it does, it's unconvincing as a place that was doing business within the last decade. Yeah. It's just in disrepair.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, I would even accept, you know, somewhat of a disrepair to the to the this uh, abandoned police station but it was really just kind of a whitewash the the setting wasn't spectacular at all it was it was a dull setting there's not much visually going on with it and that was another big problem with with the movie that you know usually you want these locations to be a character of their own if you're going to put a person into this kind of situation a lone situation where this this actor has to carry this entire fucking movie, uh, at least give her an interesting location. And what we saw was her going back and forth between the cells to the front desk, back to the, the bathroom, to the front desk. There was no real change in location that meant anything.
1: No. And, um, and we had just come off the heels of, uh, uh, of, oh I'm, damn i'm blanking on the name the devil's island mm-hmm. which you know in some ways was kind of a similar thing it was a girl alone in a place but you know if you're gonna the house that that, that the girl was in in the devil's island had a lot of character there was a lot of a bric-a-brac mm-hmm. um the, the island itself had a lot of natural light and was really beautiful it was re- very interesting to look at it wasn't by any kind of objective measure a good movie this one definitely wasn't but like you say at least if there was something to look at this was like it was it was a building that if you were in you would just want to leave cuz it's just gross and it's yeah. no one wants to be in a police station if it's operational it's a lot right. of you want to be. <laughs> yeah and
0: th- then we just you just think of the whole premise of i mean just the first introductions to our lead character what is what was her
1: i forget her name um let's just call her uh, uh, jessica officer.
0: Or Lauren, Officer Lauren. I don't even that's think this. It. It. Yeah. They, so, yeah. our introduction, to Officer Lauren, is she's on her on the phone with her mother, and her car, and it seems like they have some kind of rough relationship or something. Which is it's just fine, you know. It's a little character background building, and then she goes into this abandoned police station. I'm sorry, not abandoned. It's being moved out of. But and then the officer that's there immediately starts yelling, "As stop, stop." And just Turn around. Turn around. Don't turn don't turn back. You know, and just like it's like, first of all, that's immediate red flags. I don't I don't give a shit, you know, if you're a cop or a security guard, you know, if you're if your last person on that shift is yelling at you like that. Let me take a stand. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, man, what's, like, what's, what's what, like, what happened to camaraderie between you fellow blue line assholes? Like, I guess that went out the window. It just, yeah. that was really odd because there was no reason for it. And I mean, like, it. The, your first introduction to her boss is this, this grizzled old captain type character is, geez, just way over the line, verbally abusive for absolutely no reason. You're just like, what the hell is this all about it was confounding
0: yeah and i know he's a character actor i could have sworn i've seen him before
1: Um, we we both joke that he looked like the old prospector he was definitely you need a prospector (laughs) he's your guy he he looks apart
0: yeah and but he just starts off so aggressive and it's off-putting and it's weird because why would you talk to someone like that and i'm um it was just an odd choice but the pre- again you you're jumping in this premise it seems okay if we can just suspend our disbelief just a little bit maybe we can get <laughs> through it you know but then th- then weird things of course start happening she's she's you know it slowly builds up you know you have to have your slow burn build up and just you know weird shit starts happening and i think her only expression on her face during the whole thing when these weird hauntings were going on was pretty much monotone maybe she would just just...
1: land indifference i mean i you know like i i I hate to to shit on people's acting but um i don't think that they picked the right person to be the lead in this she just did she, she she had absolutely no emotional reaction to things that were just bananas
0: yeah yeah and i'm not i'm not sure i haven't really seen her in anything else so i can't really um base her acting on anything else but yeah, I mean, uh, I for me, what she did, it was it was okay, but it just seemed like this lack of uh, reaction to some of these things are really horrific, kind of you know, you know, bloody zombie people popping up and these uh, demonic Im- images, and she's just like, I, hmm.
1: uh, yeah, the look on my face, which if you're just listening, you can't see, but it's just kind of like, oh wow, that's that's concerning, like
0: the, <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the so she, she's visited by all these demonic. Vi- visitations we we learned uh, now we don't know what happened to her father and all that stuff at the beginning but apparently this charles manson like gang family and they're painting the words pigs and sow all over the police station too a little on the nose too on the no- yeah, way on the nose that you know uh, we know manson and his you know that family did the same thing but you know they call this family the payment family and <laughs> we know that if if you're a fan of hereditary that that there was a demon King payment in hereditary. And so I had to do a quick lookup and yes, it's, it's based on the same demon. Um, but actually last shift did it before hereditary. So maybe it's the same universe of King payment, but the hereditary, just to let you know, you're the filmmakers and actors. This is the world you now share with last. Shift. Last <laughs> yes. Shift.
1: It's, it's a shared universe. And, and I, I believe that, um, from listening to a interview with the director, um, I, I listened to some YouTube interview with uh, Anthony de Blasi and the guy conducting the interview seemed like a nice guy De Blasi seemed like a nice guy too I, I you know like I kind of feel bad about disparaging other artists that are actually out there making art yeah. but it, it, you know as a viewer it was hard to get through but um, you know it seems like the, some of those themes carry over into his other movies there's there's a um, kind of a death manson-esque cult in his other movie as well
0: oh okay <clears throat> yeah um just see what 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 else did he did he did a a, a story called, or dread he did dread i've heard of dread i've heard of malum another one called gummy grummy that's a short though
1: but, yeah uh, i haven't I, I this is the first one of his movies that i believe i've seen
0: yeah i've seen malum i think malum is on shutter and then i've seen dread around so I mean everyone's getting they're all getting like you know a good average rating of 5 stars out of 10 um which is okay I guess you know uh, if you want to hang around and watch the movie but
1: <laughs> I I guess I guess what bugged me about this one is we've seen it before and it, like the very premise makes you, okay, for one thing, okay. Like the very first, one of the very first times we see the apparitions in this in this game. First of all, they look exactly like stuff you've seen before. It's a dude with a pentagram carved on his face, and and the two women look exactly like Silent Hill characters. And I've never played those games, but I'm still familiar with, yeah. them. like you know, the nurses. And they did that thing that they that has been overused since the beginning of horror on film is the the herky jerky head camera movements that I yeah. just it's like it's not scary it's annoying like they're just shaking their heads back and forth real quickly it's it, its like this boilerplate thing that horror movies do and the minute you see it you know you're in for a piece of shit it's not gonna <laughs> be scary
0: yeah I mean the 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 main part of the story, even before she, got, the, what that was try, what they were doing to try to keep her there at that police station. Um, I saw them. Uh, I saw whatever they're writing uh, and what she was doing. Uh, she wants to make her dad proud for one. She doesn't want to give up on being a cop just because she's hearing a couple of spooky things and seeing a couple of spooky things. That's one of the things because she tries to call up uh, her supervisor, and the supervisor's like, "What? You know, I'm out here dancing at the club. You're calling me up."
1: I mean, sure you are. Yeah. Sure you <laughs> no, are all timer. time.
0: He wasn't really doing that, but uh, he was complaining <laughs> that she was calling him. And then she was, I have a feeling she's going to say, I'm going to quit. And then she just realized she wasn't going to do it. And then, and then another thing was that, uh, yeah, the just to make her dad proud that, you know, to stay there. Also the, the biometric or the bio, the bio cleaning crew was supposed to show up and clean up the bathrooms. Now, I, I, I don't know what happened in this police station <laughs> but the bathroom was covered in in pure shit and i'm just thinking <laughs> yeah. what was the last thing these cops were doing before they left this uh police station so they have a a bio crew coming in later late night they said i think they said between 12 and 4 a.m. to come clean up the yeah that was
1: foreshadowed
0: ad. yeah and i'm not sure if i'm not sure if those cleanup crews actually go out that late you know i figured the police would just like keep stuff closed off until working hours and then they would come and clean but yeah like
1: why do why do we need to clean this out at the in the wee small hours that 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 didn't especially
0: especially when it's an abandoned police i i keep saying abandoned we know it's an abandoned place it's a police station that's in the process of being cleared out i mean what's the rush in getting a bio crew there at the middle of the night to clean it? it it didn't make that didn't make a bit of sense either.
1: No, it was, and it was like, if that was the only thing, it wouldn't even be worth picking on the movie for, but it was just, it was one of a bunch of baffling decisions narratively that that just it took you way out of the movie. And, uh, you know, it, it it was full of these, these quote unquote, scary apparitions that were Dripping with gore and all, all oily and sweaty looking, and with, with sharp teeth. But they weren't scary at <laughs> yeah. all. There's something about the pacing that you were just like, there wasn't even a jump scare. You know, how jump scares are like the lowest level scare right. that you can get. Going boo to somebody, you just your your natural reaction is to flinch. Not one of those. Not nothing. It was. It, it was it was just kind of bad because it, yeah. it it didn't even have a, the redeeming quality of being so bad that it's good. It was like, um, it, it was, it, it was aware enough that it wanted to be a good movie that it was that much more bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then there was just the little, <laughs> the little the the these side characters that came in uh, we have a homeless man that somehow gets into the police station and pisses all over the place but he keeps getting back in the police station how does he <laughs> we never established if he's a supernatural i guess he gets killed later on but it, it's it, why was he even there in the first place it, 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 and our dearest marigold
1: who yeah, was dear dear marigold
0: who who showed up you know outside sitting on the the dock Uh, the loading dock uh, for some reason, the police station has a loading dock, but, uh, (laughs) and she's just smoking a cigarette out there and it looks like she's been beat all to hell. And she talks about, you know, hooking for a living and all this stuff, but you know, that never went anywhere. It's like, we don't know if she was, is she some apparition that hangs around there? Uh, We kind of, we, we just, these characters don't mean anything to me. Uh, The, the, it it felt like the homeless dude was going to come and, later but it just turned out to be another body just at least one body to throw at the kill count whatever
1: yeah yeah I mean de Blasi is a a big fan of Clive Barker I think he may have even worked on on some projects with him and like the homeless guy was obviously kind of a a Clive Barker-esque yeah like he seemed very Hellraiser-esque but it was just pointless and like the, the director and writers were obviously going for some kind of like um, some vagary around the plot. Like, Oh, everything isn't spelled out for you, but it, it just felt unwritten. It just yeah. felt like unsatisfying. Like there was no, like what, what do these, um, you know, Manson cult people have to do with anything? Um, yeah, it, it was, um, it, it wasn't very, I mean, bad. yeah. If, you, if
0: you're going to give us a, a, and we, I've brought it up, Before in a previous previous, uh, Podcast but you know you look at hereditary And there's some things you can That are open for interpretation in that movie Which is fine You know why it's fine for that movie because there's Little hints dropped everywhere Uh, You know things in the background um, Little things that you don't notice you may not notice in the first watch if you watch it again though you're yeah. like oh shit i missed that you know that makes a lot more sense what happens in the end and that it, yeah. This, yeah. this this said none of that so when we get to the end uh the ending is pointless it, it doesn't make any sense
1: yeah and with and it's you know star again starring a uh starring a lead character i if i was doing the casting for this movie i would have had marigold be the main character and, yeah. and i would have swapped out actors i mean <laughs> yeah. like the who they picked for the lead the leading lady had no charisma she she was she was pretty and she could she did her job but it was she was just they they gave you nothing to latch on to too as a person yeah. like you said they talking to her mom a little bit and and a dead dad but uh other than that's that's not really a character that's that's facts that's just trivia about the character there's they gave you nothing to to, to latch on to as a character it was yeah
0: yeah the um and when you when you think of like um these situations where the again they know they're gonna it's gonna be a low budget, you're gonna have this uh one person in this place by themselves. So, what can we do to make this better? I, I, I think of the autopsy of Jane Doe. Have you seen that?
1: Uh, it sounds familiar, yeah. I, I it's I, it's, I sh- it's it should have stuck more, but
0: yeah, it's a it's a, it's available for streaming, I think, on shutter or anything. But it's one of those where again, it's a lone person doing a, an autopsy on a body and it's, you know, an hour or more, you know, an hour and a half. And, but it's creepy. It has a certain vibe about it. And then they're slowly revealing this lore and by the end it's batshit crazy and it's good. I, I had a really good time. And I'm not going to say it's the best movie in the world, but it, it was one of those lone, by themselves, low budget that it works. It it just worked. Um, well, So I'm by amazed. the end... Well, yeah.
1: go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. Oh, well, I mean, we can jump in, you know, delving into the ending of this. Uh, everybody, by the time the ending of this movie comes up, she's seeing hallucinations or she's seeing horror, horrible monsters and demons. And she sees this family of payment somehow still haunting this police station. And then <laughs> she's she's chasing these uh, family members around with her gun. And she finally kills all the, the family members who are trying to kill her. And then. The, her hallucinate it's a it's actually one big hallucination she's having and she's killed the whole bio crew that's there to k- clean up the place and then she gets shot by her supervisor who just happens to show up for some reason um so yeah that, who, the, so that's who's
1: established that he didn't want to come it was yeah it, 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 it we were trying to figure out what's funny is we were like convinced that we had it figured out mid-movie and yeah
0: we were trying to th- say hey if this, this is Oh, she's probably dead she was probably part of that that raid on the payment ranch and she was killed there and so she's only going back to the place that she knows as when she was alive and i i thought even it's even if it had like a that sixth sense kind of ending by the way spoilers on the sixth sense guys it's only been (laughs) 20 fucking years Um, but more than that but even if it had that kind of ending i think i would have appreciate it more. I would have moaned and been like, oh yeah, we we knew it, but at least it would have made some kind of sense after yeah. all the shit she went through
1: or if they had um you know since it turned out that it was like a a hallucinatory type of thing maybe it would have made more sense that like oh yeah like i've been battling these demons in my head my whole life that's and that could have been the reason why she didn't run screaming from the place when she started to see uh, ghoulish monsters everywhere that it it would have made some kind of sense that oh yeah i see monsters all the time because i'm mentally ill but no nothing like that it was just this this ambiguous um, unsatisfying like it was one of those movies where you were just you just kind of get mad because you're just waiting for it to end I hate that you know and the older I get the less time I have for that kind of shit
0: yeah and I, I keep thinking if they had put in some kind of thing you know maybe this I, again we, this is us re- rewriting scripts which is kind of you know <laughs> we can look back after the fact and do this but you know if even if this was something where there's a some kind of biotoxic leak in the bathroom or somewhere in the police station and they set something up in that k- kind of framework. And then, you know, and then the, the, them coming to clean that up in the middle of the night is kind of, it kind of makes a lot of sense because they, you want to get a toxic spill up as quick as possible. Maybe they, they thought they had a contained, and there's like a little bit leaking and it's, and she's the only one there. So she freaks out and, uh, and then it freaks out and ends in violence like the way it does. But it doesn't allude to any of that. There's no, no. necessary leak. Uh, you don't – like you said before, there, it doesn't seem like there's an allusion to
1: mental illness at all. It, it's so no thing- There's no point. There's there's nothing, nothing for the, the audience to hold, to, to grab onto. And like the stuff that it's, it's trying to present as the payoff doesn't work. It's, 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 it's like a comedy where every single joke falls flat. Like none of the, um, none of the scares land, not a single one. There was, you know, like, you know, the poop, even all the poop all (laughs) over the walls should have been like oh, gross, you know, like remember the, the, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre um remake with Jessica Beale back yeah. in the day. That oh, yeah. one worked because all the gross out stuff, like all the flies on all the detritus everywhere, that worked. It was unsettling, cringy, and, and effective. There was there was nothing about that that the kind of like to get under your skin. It was just, you know.
0: Yeah. I, I you know, and it's a, it's it's a shame because there with some of these movies, it's like you see you you see like um a glimmer of hope maybe and that oh they're doing something kind of interesting here i wonder where they're gonna go and i (laughs) i'm not gonna say that i didn't find some parts of the movie interesting i thought they did some good things with the special effects and then you know uh but then i was really let down by you know the 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 cast of characters we see that don't go anywhere yeah and uh, the ending just it made no sense in the context and the framework of the the story and you know she gets killed because she thought the bio dudes were demons. So, what was the point of the demons? Why were the demons possessing her? Why weren't the demons possessing you know the other cop that was there? Was the other cop possessed when he came and shot her? I don't think so because she just shot like four people, so he's probably <laughs> shooting her to you know stop her. But it, it, it made no sense, and I think it was, that was the most aggravating and angering thing about the movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> ambiguity for ambiguity's sake right was...
0: um and then we were co- we we're comparing it to you know leave because <laughs> I, I think <laughs> that at this point in time we're like okay we know leave was our most hated where do we rate this in, in accordance with leave because both <laughs> endings were kind of nonsensical they introduced things that were kind of dumb um but leave, leave had, had a better
1: m- cast of characters i'd say
0: leave had a better cast of characters had a better scene Uh, i mean had beautiful scenery at least and yeah um so i'm gonna still i'm gonna put i'm gonna put the last shift at the bottom of our list right now (laughs) it's gonna be right under leave
1: and you know what's funny is i was thinking about this like people anyone that's bothered to, to, to watch our content would be like oh come on you guys have watched way worse movies objectively but it's uh I don't know. That's, that's, that's one of the fun kind of thing about horror movies is that horror fans have very visceral reactions to movies. Like if you're, if you're watching it and you're, you're, you're muscling through it and you're not liking it, it just makes you (laughs) madder and madder. It's like,
0: yeah. And there are movies that, you know, we've, I, this is a movie that if I had been sitting by myself and tried to start, I would not have finished it. Um, most definitely, um, leave, leave i may have finished it on my own but that's only because i was with the expectation that hey there might be some more black metal in this movie so i was i was spurred on by other influences on that one so yeah the last shift (laughs) now is fallen is now the bottom of the barrel for me Um, what about you
1: oh i think it's recently with the the since we've gone to youtube it's it's it it's down there yeah i i um i i I, I know that there was effort put into it. I think it's, I think it's really one thing I will say is that I think it's very hard to make a movie. And I think that a lot of times you think you have a lot of good stuff in camera and you probably, the dailies probably look great, but then when you put it all together, it just doesn't, it just doesn't shell. Yeah. And you can't go back and reshoot it. It's that ship has sailed. <laughs> all the yeah. actors are off doing better movies. So I,
0: I just, I just wonder sometimes with the sc- scripts and you know because we know that movies get you know get a first draft and then there's like rewrites rewrites upon rewrites and it's 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 tightening you know when they do would you see some of the best movies you've ever seen that's because those scripts have been through some rewrites it's tightening up the story it's getting rid of the detritus out of it and it, you know yeah. you're getting a fine refined script that's what makes the great movies the great ones um but then i think like you know our low budget Horror makers, you know, filmmakers—not just horror makers, horror filmmakers, but filmmakers in general, independent or whatever. Um, I'm not sure if they get that 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 other set of eyes on that script.
1: Probably not. They were, it's, well, this was written okay. It was written by two people, and yeah. so I I kind of wonder if if they just if they weren't critical enough of each other's work, and they um and I you you bring up a good point. I kind of wonder how many scripts these days you know like within the past maybe 10 15 years are that good to read i wonder how many of them just are like are page turners mm-hmm. as as a written piece because yeah. well and that's a whole other thing it could it can uh, i'm sure plenty of great scripts have turned into mad movies and there's there's probably um you know in the hands of a competent director a uh, 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 a so-so script could probably get a little bit better but i i yeah. think it's probably rare i think that the script probably has to be the fundament that it's all built on
0: yeah yeah um i may may have something to do with uh, just you know even at the even at the the low budget filmmaking level there are yes men and people that you show your stuff to and that don't give any kind of critical feedback or critiques. So, you know, I, I, that's what's fun about being a musician is that we put our stuff out there for the public and then the public comes back and says, this is bullshit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This, uh, well, I'm sure it's the same way for filmmakers. Like they, got to listen to two assholes if they find this talk about them yeah
0: <laughs> i mean i i say that i say that but you know i i, I know i've argued maybe they've had arguments with themselves because i know my bandmates have and i have had arguments no we don't want to use this stuff. i don't want to fucking put this shit in it sounds awful or you know you're criticizing each other you know yeah the, the old uh, spider-man
1: pointing at each yeah, other yeah
0: this is your fault this is who are you <laughs> but um well, so that may take place too so
1: it, it could. I, I don't, I, you know, like, and I'll be honest, I don't know every bit of the uh, like the dynamics behind making a, a, a film with a, a band. It's a little bit, probably a little bit more insular. It's, it's kind of like, especially, you know, with what you guys did with the metal band, it's, it, you're already, you know, kind of broken your niche down, that yeah. much tighter if everybody in the band isn't really happy with the output there's there's literally no reason to be doing it it's right you're yeah. not it, it, it it's often not this big money-making endeavor it's a lot of pain and heartache to go out there and play that in front of people it's just yeah. just, just it's asking a lot so if you're not if you if you're not super proud of what you put out there to me it would feel like there's no reason yeah. to do it
0: yeah, I think maybe that's what these some of these filmmakers do too, you know. And they just uh, I
1: imagine, I mean, you know, the
0: pain of uh, you know, I can only imagine a filmmaker saying, "Oh man, I really created a piece of shit here, but I'm not going to can it just because there's some faults in it. I'm going to put it out there anyways." So
1: Yeah. Or you're halfway through it and you realize that it's, this is, we don't have the budget or the time or just the, the, it's impossible to recast this person that's ruining my movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying this one specifically, I'm talking more generally, but you know, I mean
0: yeah well uh that was last shift uh obviously we love this shift. movie i give it you know five thumbs way up um it was chilling it was uh thrilling yeah. it was a thrill thrill ride and uh full of gore and horror and um no it, 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 ambiguity it ambiguity <laughs> yeah a lot of ambiguity uh but yeah it was it was dissatisfying for me but yeah. Am I? Uh, how about this? This is the question of the ages. Uh, Clay, uh, could you have gone through life, you know, on your deathbed? And, <laughs> and I come up to you and ask, Clay, do you remember when we saw Last Shift? Could you, you have died without watching it? Or could you have said, fuck this film?
1: Uh, I probably would have just filled my pants and then laughed at you and made eye contact and, and enjoyed how upset you looked as you <laughs> saw me void my bowels. Which has nothing to do with last shift. I just think that's a good, that's a good. That uh, would technically memory. be
0: your. That would technically be your last shit.
1: That's right. Woo. Cue the audience. Okay. <laughs> Hooray! Maybe you can um, put some balloons and confetti. <laughs> on that. Uh,
0: but yeah, there it is. There said, it is. Last shift. Uh, I so I guess. Matt. Some things some some wrap up details here. I'm going to be going on vacation on the 30th, and I won't be back till the 10th. So Clay will be holding down. Uh, this will be the episode. Next episode coming out. This will be last of me for at least a week or week and a half. So um, Clay, you're going to be holding down the fort for a little bit.
1: Yeah. And, um, I uh, thanks for mentioning that I've got my, uh, will, I got my good friend, Tony Salvaggio, who's, uh, uh known Tony forever. He's a uh, big, like into the geek culture thing, big contributor, um, uh, worked in video games, worked in, you know, like, uh, worked in the movie business on some level and, uh, worked in fiction. He, the guy is a real sweet guy, cool dude. And you're going to enjoy him being the co-host for episode three of bits and chunks. We're going to, we got that planned. Um, I'll, I'm still doing the alien isolation, uh stuff and if i need to b- bring out a little um update here or there to just uh say hi to everybody oh, i'll do that too so you know you you guys will hear from us uh and we're looking forward to hearing all about your trip once you get back and seeing how you enjoyed uh the mighty iron maiden that's, that's really right. awesome
0: three dates in england seeing iron maiden and i i'm actually really looking forward to hearing uh, your episode of bits and chunks with tony too so oh yeah but i'm sure it's going to be really awesome
1: and we got some other good surprises coming up in in the woodwork and in, in the planning stages for once Jason gets back and rested from his vacation. We got mm-hmm. a, the next uh, movie we plan to do after that is going to be one where we sit down and, and write out the riffs more. So we're going to do uh, another one of those similar to what we did for Devil's Island. And so we're really looking forward to that. That's going to be fun.
0: Yep, absolutely. I can't wait to do that. Uh we'll keep well, I mean, do we want to plug what next movie we're planning to do or should we hold back?
1: oh let's let's <laughs> let's hold back all right let's uh, hold this back. A special special occasion <laughs>
0: okay guys thank you so much for sticking through uh this entire video this entire podcast uh, we are cinematic zephyr and i'm jason and that's clay and uh until next time
1: well uh, we need an outro or something like a word up or um, uh don't uh don't don't poop all over the walls no that's terrible um mm-hmm.
0: um you know uh, yeah let's just leave it at that guys don't poop all over the walls
1: that's it all right.
0: <laughs> Good night. Later up. <laughs> Bye.